Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by BSO and ABF Creative and is scheduled for one fall. And on the mic, we have the one and only Robert Latow. I got enemies, got a lot of enemies, got a lot of people trying to drain me of my energy. They trying to take the wave from your boy. Messing with your boy, better pray for your boy. Robert Latow, keep that same energy podcast. Let's get to the opening bell. The streets are saying that Malika Andrews is the new Sage Steel. First off, there's nobody as bad as Sage Steel. Let's just be honest with that. Maybe one of the reasons that Sage still is so bad is because she was definitely more out there with her beliefs on black people, specifically black men. Uh, she wanted us to praise her white zaddy who divorced her and took half her money. She wanted us to praise her, her white mom for taking pity on her poor black dad. So... Yeah, nobody's as bad as, as Sage still. So you, you really shouldn't put that moniker, you know, on people. Uh, unless you have a little bit more information. <laughs> you need a little bit more information before you start calling people Sage still. Like, that's like the worst of the worst. You know, I, I don't know uh, Malika Andrews like that. Uh, maybe said hello to her in passing uh, a couple of times. I'm sure she probably doesn't even remember. Uh, I, I don't know her uh, like that to make that type of assessment if if I made that type of assessment about somebody trust me I know things I know things yeah so she's she's getting packed up on, on social media but you know that's just the life if you're in the the spotlight especially if it if it cross references uh, with social media and at certain points um uh, they're gonna love you and then they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna hate you they're gonna build you up and then they're gonna tear you down now the real question is is this justifiable or not well it's a little complicated you know you you have to look at things you know honestly and objectively you have to be fair. You know, I think one of the problems with social media is everybody sees everything in black and white. Uh, there's no gray area on social media. There's no nuance. Uh, that's normally why I don't get into these conversations on social media. Like I said in the last podcast, I said something fairly mundane about Emei and Daku. Daku. And Daka. You, Daka. And, and they tried to pack me up, too. 
for the 557th time. But I'm still here. So, you really have to make sure that you are telling people the truth. And I figure, if you're here, you want to know the truth. You don't want to just go by what you hear on social media. Uh, You just don't want to go by what you see on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. You want the truth of the matter. And not just with Malika, but just in general with media. I think the first thing, and I, and I had did a brief YouTube video about this, so go check that out on BSO TV, is you have to understand the difference between scripted and unscripted uh, television and, and, and media. Like when you're watching the news, for example, uh, like your local news, like most of that is scripted. You know, when you're watching Sports Center, most of that is scripted, read off a teleprompter. Now, sometimes media people write their own scripts. Other times people write the scripts, you know, for them. You kind of have to know the inner workings of what is going on at that particular network. So, when you see someone like Malika Andrews or anybody uh, on ESPN, if it looks like they're reading, you know, to a teleprompter, then that's a script. Now, could the producer had wrote the script? Could someone higher up on the food chain wrote the script? Or could the actual talent had written the script? It's possible. But normally, whoever does it, it has to be ran past someone to okay it. So I say that in pointing out that on a couple of clips that are out there uh, where she talks about Joe Missoula uh, pass and, and, and talk about uh, the, the, the guy from Michigan State who passed away, uh, Payne, uh, his past. Those are scripts that had to be run by somebody. And they had to be okay to go on television. Now, those individuals could easily say, you know, I'm not going to put that in. You don't have to put it in. You don't have to talk about these things. That's the other thing. You don't have to do it. And here's a good example of what I mean. Woj chose not to give you a lot of details about what was going on with Emei Udaka. He chose that. It's a choice. So you can choose whatever details you want to put out there. Now, unscripted is what happens when they're having a quote-unquote debate, even though the debate is pretty much laid out as far as the topic that they're talking about and some of the things that they're going to say. But every once in a while, within a debate, you know, someone's true feelings about a situation comes out. And other times, let me let me really point this out. Other times, there, it's not necessarily their true feelings come out. It's their feelings on how to manipulate an audience. And what I mean by that is this is sometimes if you're a Skip Bayless or a Stephen A. Smith or a Kendrick Perkins or whatever it may be, you don't necessarily believe what you're saying, but you know it's going to get the people going. You know it's going to go viral. So you say certain things to kick it up a notch. Now, other times, like I said, people go off script and 
so real personal stuff can get out there. Once the real personal stuff get out there, you can kind of see how someone really feels. You know, that's what happened with Sage Steele. You know, she kept talking and then uh, the personal stuff started slipping out. Like, hey, wait a minute. What's going on here? Now, I think the real problem is consistency, right? Consistency. So, like, take the the interim coach, for example, uh, Joe Mazzula. His situation happened 13 years ago. Does time take into account when you should bring something like that up or not? You know, 13 years ago when he was a teenager. Because Peyton Manning works for ESPN and put he, he put his ass in a, in a personal trainer's face. They had to pay off. So, so every time that he has a new project, is that brought up? You know, they, they, they're talking about, because they put the pressure on him, they're talking about Brett Favre now. But when Brett Favre was going in the Hall of Fame, no one was talking about him sending dick pics. You know, when, when Peyton Manning went in the Hall of Fame, no one talked about him putting his ass cheeks on a personal trainer. When Aaron Rodgers goes in the Hall of Fame, they're not going to ask him about any of his weird stuff. Does Aaron, look, Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie Irving basically are the same person. And I think rational people are like, okay, they're both a little you know, out there. <laughs> but even if you think that, who, who gets the worst coverage? Who gets more of the benefit of the doubt? Who is villainized more? See, it's the consistency that's the problem. When Ben Roethlisberger goes into the Hall of Fame, and there's no question that he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, or would ESPN talk about his credible rape allegations, how he paid off his accuser, will, will, will they do that? Do you think they would do that? Honestly. And and that that's really what I'm talking about because on somebody's best day, do you talk about their, the worst thing that they have ever done? And there's been a habit of that not happening on a consistent basis. Now, if it's consistent, I don't have a problem with it. Like, if the day that Ben Roethlisberger is announced to the Hall of Fame, if Malik Andrews or anybody on ESPN gets on TV and says, you know, uh, Ben Roethlisberger won two Super Bowls, Rookie of the Year, whatever, I don't know if he's MVP, Saturday artist, six million yards or whatever, and I'd be remiss to say that he was also credibly accused of rape by two women and he paid uh, uh, paid them off yeah I'd be fine with it you know what we see is that black men a lot are villainized for everything that they've ever done in their life we see it when they the, the, the really sad part is we see it when they are killed see I don't know if you know this but if you're dead you can't defend yourself so, you know, piling on to a dead person is pretty insensitive, <laughs> especially to that person's family, children, 
I mean, you, you saw it with Kobe Bryant. I mean, there's no more horrific death than not just use, losing your life, but losing your kid's life at the same time. So w- these women who say they're, they're pro-woman, you know, they're about woman empowerment and all of that. Do they think about Vanessa Bryant? Do they think about his other four daughters when they just had to get off that tweet? They had to put that other information in there? What are they thinking about women then? You know, life is funny. You know, happy people don't really have the time to hate. You rarely find a happy person that's just sitting there hating all the time. People, happy people that don't like other people don't really spend much time on. Can you really be happy if, if all you just hate, hate, hate all the time? All you do is hate. You claim you don't like somebody, but you're talking about them all the time. I find that to be the weirdest thing ever. And don't get me wrong, you know, maybe something comes up in the media or something like that where, you know, you want to give a, a quick opinion or something. But I'm talking about all the time. Like, I got this person blocked, but I talk about him at least five, six, seven times a week. Is that not weird? Or is it just me? It's just me. I don't know. Is it hypocritical? If you're having an office romance that everybody knows about, for you to be taking shots at somebody else's office romances. See, it's things like that, I think, that get people riled up. And, you know, uh, I got to point out something. And I think this is important to point out. So I really want you to listen to this. Um, I, was, I watched this uh, YouTube guy. His uh, name's the uh, critical uh, drinker, right? And I don't always agree with him. I'll be honest with you, I don't. Uh, sometimes I disagree with him. Sometimes I think he's spot on. He's really more talking about like movies and and how the movies are, you know, being too woke and all of this stuff. And um, like I said, sometimes I agree with him. Sometimes I don't. Believe it or not, that's something that's possible in the United States of America. It's possible. Uh, but he did a, a video recently uh, where he spoke about how, and this is a theory, I'm not saying that the studios are actually doing this, but his theory was, or somebody else's theory was, that studios know when they do certain things, there's going to be a backlash and a small percentage of a racist or sexist or misogynistic audience Um, is going to come out vocally and speak out about it. And his theory was that the studios do this on purpose so they can shield themselves from actual real criticism for people who aren't racist, sexist, misogynistic, homophobic, but just think the movie's trash. (laughs) And I thought about that for a second. If you think about it, really, like, is there a shield in some regard to the point where you can't speak on anything 
without being seen as racist, homophobic, misogynistic, whatever, anti-Asian or, or whatever like that. You know, he was accused at Disney of doing that with like the Little Mermaid, for example. So, so you know, they have, uh, was it Hallie, the Chloe or Hallie, one of them, I think it's Hallie or Haley or whatever. You know, she's the look, she's Black Little Mermaid, everybody's going crazy about it. And you do have like a vocal racist minority that got a problem with it. But if the movie's trash, then, and you say, you know something, it really has nothing to do with her being, you know, black or whatever, mermaid, that's a, that's a fictional character. The movie's trash. People are going to say you're misogynistic, you get black women, so it kind of shields them from it. And you have to wonder, is that going on in social media right now? You know, let's say you have a honest critique over someone in social media. For wherever it may be, I mean, I, I think I think it's fair to to wonder if someone that is 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 having an office relationship should talk about somebody else being punished for an office relationship. I I think that's fair. And, and here's the thing: I don't care if the person that you're having the relationship with is white or black or whatever. That's really no concern to me. That's no concern to me. It's just it's you know, it's public. <laughs> You know, I, I heard, um, who was it? It was a couple of the the, the young ladies that do, like, the Fox sideline reporting. Uh, I think, uh, not Clarissa Shields, uh, uh, Clarissa Thompson and uh, Aaron Andrews, I think they were doing a podcast. And they were talking about uh, how just because they text players, that doesn't mean that they want the, the athletes, and that doesn't mean that they should get all of this blowback for their relationships with the athletes. But interestingly, in the same podcast, they said they dated. They've dated athletes. So they've dated the people that they covered. So, I mean, I'm just using logic here. So in the one hand, you say that, you know, you don't deserve people questioning, you know, you having relationship, professional relationships with players. But then in the other hand, you literally say that, but yes, you've had personal relationships with players so the questioning as long as it's not like out of line that's valid <laughs> yeah i mean it's valid can you be unbiased towards a play let's just say this is hypothetical i'm just making this up hypothetically let's say that you're dating someone that plays for the minnesota vikings right and you know, if it, by dating that player, if Minnesota goes to the playoffs, you know it's going to be better for him. Subconsciously, aren't you rooting against Green Bay? What if you got to cover a Green Bay game? You know that you're the guy that you know that you're smashing. It's beneficial for him if Green Bay loses. I'm not saying that you can't be professional. But I'm just saying that's what people are talking about. It's the shield. Is there a shield? But see, we can't have nuance and regular conversations about this because as soon as you start talking accusations are flown people don't want to know the truth people want that pound of flesh it's as simple as that people want that pound of flesh and you know i learned that a lot. you could tell somebody the truth you could say well you know something it didn't exactly happen the way it was described you know i would know i was there it kind of happened like this. 
and it don't matter. And so what? It still doesn't matter. You can't do this. You can't do that. No, you know, things matter. How things came about matters. Motivations matter. <laughs> Why are you doing certain things matter. <laughs> that matters. <laughs> but not in 2022. When people, and what I think, ask what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? Or, you know, I, I've learned... And I, I don't, it, it's almost like society. I was watching a video today, right? And in the video, uh, a brother had on some uh, Cartier shades, right? And he was getting some food. It looked like a chicken shop or something like that. It's, you know, somewhere, I don't know if it was in the hood, I couldn't say, but, you know, it looked like a mom and pop shop. But it's the middle of the day. It was getting lunch, right? And, you know, they, they had a place where you could sit down and eat. I mean, Popeyes or something, I don't know. So he was getting his food, and the guy snatched his shades. Snatched his shades and then went on social media with them on. And I was just thinking about that for a minute. I'm like, you can't even wear your glasses out. Bad enough, you can't you know, wear your jewelry, you can't wear your nice clothes, can't drive your nice car to serve. But now, I mean, I'm not saying that he needed them to read, but maybe he did. Maybe they were prescription. And he snatched his glasses. And that that's how I feel about social media. I have opinions that are like Cartier glasses. But you say them on social media, they get snatched up. You get robbed. You get shot. I hate the word woke. <laughs> I hate out of the woke police and all of this stuff that white people have made up. It's just a, a big smorgasbord of a way of saying that nobody can really talk about anything. See, and the people that talk the most, I mean, they work at McDonald's. I mean, so who cares? No offense. I'm not I'm not disrespecting you for working at McDonald's, but the echo chamber of opinions are normally from people that opinions don't matter. But what happens is, it's like ants. Like one ant singularly can't do that much. You put them all together, they can, you know, they can kill a rat. It's like a lot of ants. Social media is like a lot of ants. Just building on top of each other, building on top of each other, building on top of each other, doing a little fort. Like a beehive, just swarming and swarming and swarming. You can't fight against it. You can't fight, fight against the swarm. So you have a couple of options. You could just... Stay away from the bees altogether, or get stung. I just I choose to stay away. You know why? I tell you why. I'll be honest with you. It's not making me any money. <laughs> just random up, ran, at, at this point. The, you know there was a time where you you know you wanted to become a personality on social media because you needed those people to click your links and, and things like that. So you had to engage. But that was a long time ago. Not making me enough cash. It, the stories, the headlines, so to speak, make the money. Not me. I mean, me being the person that writes the headlines, yes, but not me in general. So I, I was telling my wife this. Uh, I said, you know something? I like social media on Monday nights, 
Thursday nights and Saturday and Sundays because then my timeline is mostly about the sports that are going on. All the other days, it's just a cesspool. And I've done my best to try to clean up my timeline as best that I can. I don't even think I see 10% of the crazy stuff that's really out there. So, you're always going to have that situation. I think people build you up, tear you down. I think, you know, Malika Andrews was the hot new thing for a while. People found out she got the white boyfriend. I think that's really where the crux of all this comes from. I can never pronounce that guy's name. Dave McMinnett, man. I've, I've met him a couple of times. Seems like a nice enough guy. I met all these people, and they seem nice enough, except Sage. Like, there are certain people in media that, you know, I don't like. And I've always, and I don't fake it. So, I can't, you know, I'm like, hey, how you doing? No, no, I don't like Sage still. Uh, but for the most part, uh, I don't care enough to dislike anybody. So, I'm cordial. I've literally seen my enemies. You know, sitting, sitting. I remember one time, one sat right next to me. I see them all the time. They don't talk in the streets. And, you know, it's fine. I'm I'm 40-something years old. I'm married. I have kids. I'm, I'm not trying to make any scene or anything. But I'm just saying, I, you know, they talk a lot on social media. And then when I'm five feet away from them, they got their head down. It's, all, it's literally always been like that. I don't care. I really don't, because once again, I'm still doing everything I want to do. Still got cash in my pocket. You guys still listen to the podcast. People still read the site. I go to whatever I want to go to, do pretty much whatever I want to do. What I got to be mad about? I'm super blessed. I'm super blessed. I'm I'm a happy camper. You know, I come on here to try to explain these things to you. So you know what's going on. Like I said, people are upset. They, I mean, they're upset when their favorites, you know, are dating outside the race. That goes both ways. There was a black news anchor or a sports anchor that you guys really like, that the girls really like. And you find out, you know, he was dating some white lady. <laughs> In the office, you probably, I mean, that's why people kind of give a side eye to, to email. You notice when they thought it was that one black lady, everybody's like, eh. And once they find out, you know, it may have been some white ladies, eh. That's just how it goes. I mean, I don't, like I said, you really should, I mean, that's that's irrelevant to the point, the, the interracial relationships. Um, because unless you have some actual evidence that that person just doesn't like black people doesn't like black men or say or talks badly of black men or talks badly about black women and it's, it's fine it's the other types it's the types like say still that feel like white people are superior and that they don't want to be even seen as black as like black is some sort of dirty you know nasty disease or, or virus or something <laughs> that that's really the, the issue and I, like I said, I can't speak to that, you know, with Malika, because I, I don't know like that. I mean, maybe 
I'll find out. <laughs> Maybe somebody will listen to this and like, let me tell you something. You know, I mean, I've known that she's been, been dating Dave for months. And somebody wanted me to like report on it as a way to like take a shot at her. And I'm like, you know, it's not really, I mean, who cares? <laughs> you know, like that stuff happens at ESPN all the time. They're always shacking up, you know, with somebody else. She, that's really none of my business. Now that's being conflated into what's going on now with, with E-May and, and, and Joe Missoula and, and all this other stuff. And the evidence is iffy, you know, at best, you know, has she gotten in, you know, it's kind of like, you know, she, there's some clips going around of her getting into it with, with Richard Jefferson and, and, uh, uh, Kendrick Perkins. But you gotta, you gotta remember, I mean, it's not like they got a bunch of white basketball players <laughs> as analysts. So who else is she going to get into it with? Like I said, they, 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 the evidence is iffy. It's iffy. And no matter what you say or how you try to talk about it, if you do it in a social media realm, it's going to get twisted and, and things like that. And people are going to call you names. And it, it's just, it's not health, it's not good for your mental health. I mean, I'm not saying it's like Khloe Kardashian have to go get an MRI because Tristan Thompson has been cheating on her. But it, it's just not good for you, your mental health. You know, but that, you know, as far as black people not giving, they, you know, let me tell you what's interesting. Let me tell you what's interesting. You know, we, we talk about um, how we wish black people would get a little more grace in the sense that, like, say, for instance, a cop kills a black person, a black man. All, the first, that you, the picture, if he has a mug shot from like 20 years ago, that's the picture they use. They talk about how he had an arrest, you know, 30 years ago. You know, they talk about all the negative things. Oh, he was high. He was smoking. He was dangerous. He had a gun. Like, it's it's always negative, 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 right? You take like, but hold on, let me get back to that for one second. But, you know, a white person murders somebody, mass shooting. It's always him pictures with his dogs. His neighbors always talk about what a nice guy he was or a nice kid it was before they shot up the school. Like, we see that in media every day. But let me tell you one thing, though. And I want to stress this before I go and this goes for a lot of different things in life but this is important and I want you to really listen and if you see somebody doing what I'm about to tell you that they're doing you point this point this out to them we want as black people for white people white media mainstream media to give us some grace to allow us to have make mistakes and grow from those mistakes. Like I said, we always speak about the differences uh, between, say, a Michael Vick and a Brett Favre, right? We always talk about that, right? We always talk about, that. Well, they always talk about Michael Vick and dogs and dogs, but they'll never talk about it. We, black people, we always talk about that. But, but, many times, we don't give each other grace, <laughs> Think about Chris Brown. <laughs> now, we know, everybody knows what Chris Brown did. I mean, it's, it's been out there. And the fact of the matter, it, it, it's something that's going to be with him, you know, forever. Can't get away from that, right? But I swear, Chris Brown can be like, mm, 
I'm going to take some pictures with some girls for $1,000 in the VIP or whatever. And they're like, all right, man, remember he hit, he hit Rihanna. Like, it's, there's no correlation. Now, if Chris Brown was to get into some more legal trouble, that makes perfect sense to me. But if someone is just taking some pictures, making some music, doing whatever, just trying to live their life and, and move on, you don't have to bring up every negative thing that's ever happened about them before. We do it to each other and then ask white people not to do it to us. And there are several examples of this type of behavior. I've seen it. Just with email. Why are they doing this? Why are they bringing up? And then right on the, the next tweet, they're bringing up something that somebody else did five, six, seven years ago. So it's hypocritical. It's hypocritical. You know, do unto others as if they, you know, want to do unto you or whatever, however they go. Or treat others like you would want to be treated, et cetera, et cetera. Just something to think about. Just something to think about. A new video up on uh, BSO uh, TV. You guys have a, a nice weekend. Please, 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 please be safe out there, especially if you got Cartier glasses. Be safe out there. Um, it's rough. Uh, shout out to all the people in Florida. Hopefully you're doing well. My dad was stuck out there, but he's doing all right. Um, just be happy. Remember, happy people don't hate. Put it on the mug. I'm out. I appreciate you listening. Please follow me on Twitter, BSO, Facebook, Black Sports Online, Instagram, YouTube, BSOTV. Big shout out to ABF Creative for having put this podcast together.